Nerds, this week's episode is brought to you by Jinx. Jinx is the clothing store that allows you to show your nerd pride with honor. Go to Jinx.com and use three angry nerds at checkout to get 15% off your order. Again, that's Jinx.com. Check them out, guys, and on with the show. Everybody. Welcome to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host Curtis. With me, as always, is Jamie. Hello. And Dennis. It's me. Yay. Hey. So, um, yeah, kind of funny. Um, this is like this is normally the time of the year where most like you know companies wind down for the year, but I feel like with video games, it's been the complete opposite. Like so much stuff got announced in like the last couple of weeks. So. <laughs> gotta hit that holiday market you know well yep. yeah and i think too it's like you know you kind of want people i guess in the new year to be like okay this is what's coming out in 2018 because a lot of these things that got announced either didn't have dates and were given dates or you know something at least to get excited for in the new year so um yeah no this is great let's start with the biggest and i think for i think jamie you and i like the last episode we got kind of excited when this kind of got teased but uh we're getting some new Mega Man stuff yeah man i was so stoked (laughs) i was actually at work trying to hide the fact that i was watching the stream while actually doing quasi work it wasn't working out very well they were like what's this and i'm like uh it's work related Uh, (laughs) um but yeah no the we got two Mega Man projects well i guess a couple if you count the switch ports but um, right Mega Man 11's announced it's coming to all major consoles and pc this is going to be like a direct continuation of the Mega Man games, but it's totally ditching the 8-bit art style of the previous games and going more towards a, I guess you could say, more of a... It's like a 2.5D uh, thing, right? Yeah, like it almost seems to me like they looked at, what's it called, um, uh, Mighty Number no. 9, and we're like, let's just do that basically, but with Mega Man, which is and, fine. Yeah. It works out really well, so... Yeah, it looks nice. Yeah. Um, we don't know too much about it other than the fact that it's coming late 2018, but, uh, we got our first look at one of the robot masters, kind of looks like a brick guy, so he was throwing bricks around and they showed Mega Man with his power, so that looks pretty cool. I'm excited for that game. Uh, but yeah, Jamie, you sound pretty excited, but is there anything in particular you're excited for? I am a Mega Man fanatic. It is like one of my favorite like series of all time. So like just just the fact that I get to play a new Mega Man game with like at least hopefully eight more uh, robot bosses, uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dennis? Uh, did you watch the trailer for Mega Man Eleven? I have. It looks very neat. Yeah. I've never really been uh, into these 
old school style two bit or sorry not two bit 2d uh side scrolling shooters though mm. never been good at them so this to me is just you know it's good that they're making another one because i know yeah. there's fans out there like jamie but it's to me it's just you know it's another game that i'll look at it and i'll probably never play it <laughs> yeah i mean it's pretty cool i i think it's good that they dropped the 8-bit art style i mean I didn't even realize this, but they asked one of the producers, like, why they didn't go with the 8-bit, and he, apparently he said it's actually much more expensive to do 8-bit art style. I, I yeah, it, so, like, in today's, like, game development, it just takes a lot more time to do hand, you know, sprites by hand than it is to, like, make a 3D model and then rig it and then uh, animate it that way. It just takes a lot longer, so yeah, makes sense to me. Yeah. Which I guess I, I I always thought like looking at it like not to say it looks cheap or anything but I just would look at it go oh okay um, <laughs> but yeah no uh, Mega Man Eleven's coming out uh, late twenty eighteen and then we're getting the X Collection so this was like something I was hoping for and I'm pretty happy that we're getting this so this is Mega Man X one through eight basically and that's coming summer twenty eighteen that's coming to PS four Xbox One PC uh, and the Switch as well so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Uh, Jamie, were you ever into those games? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If it's got Mega Man, like, anything up to, like, Mega Man X I played, I didn't really play, like, the Battle Network games or any of those. I, I did play Legends, but pretty much if, if Mega Man was on it and it was, like, existing between the years of, like, 1980-whatever and, and 2000, I probably played the crap out of it, so. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, because, like, I remember playing X4, that was like my jam back on the original PlayStation. Yeah, I played that so much because that was such a fun like 2D side scroller. I think that was probably my favorite of the X games. But uh, yeah, no, you're getting all of them. You're getting X one through eight. So <laughs> I'm excited to play through these. And I think too, like, you know, they haven't said too much, but like, even the Mega Man collection that came out, um, well, last couple years, like those had some pretty cool kind of things where they like remix certain parts of the game just yeah. for you know like challenges and then they had like save states so you could save wherever so there's a lot of cool stuff that i'm sure they're going to add to it they didn't touch on that much they basically were like it's coming out but you have to imagine those things will probably make their way in too so um and also too it's worth mm-hmm. noting that the the last two Mega Man collections uh the ones that basically contain Mega Man 1 through 10 are coming to the switch so those were previously not out now you can get them on the switch if you want to play now jamie i want to know because you have a few different consoles are you planning to play these games on the switch or on the playstation so it's a tough decision i'm gonna have to make here because i i I like trophies and (laughs) nintendo does not have trophies so but i like the portability of the switch so you know it's i don't know i'm gonna have to think about it and and make a decision (laughs) i'm torn (laughs) tough one I'm kind of leaning more towards the PS4 just because of its D-pad. I prefer the PS4 D-pad. That's true, yeah. But uh, I also think, too, I'm like, man, it would be so cool to just bring those games uh, with me on the Switch. So I'm a little torn as well, but uh, I'm kind of leaning more towards PS4 just for that D-pad. And, you know, if I can get a few uh, trophies out of it, too. Helps me in my standing with friends. Um, so moving on from Mega Man news, uh, the Video Game Awards happened a couple weeks ago, and that, uh, it's kind of funny, because it's like, they tried to paint this as like, this is like the Oscar of video games, but then they also just treat it like a time to announce a ton of video games, which is something you never get at like, an actual award show, which I always think is kind of funny, but also pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so we got a lot. Um, we got a new Death Stranding trailer. Uh, yeah, hype! Oh, I'm oh, yeah. so stoked. I feel like we still know nothing about this game, and like it's so confusing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and apparently some people have like deciphered the game to or the trailer to like find gameplay elements and stuff in it. But I'm I'm a little ignorant to these things. I'm just like I'm still confused. Um, do you guys maybe know? So. Like, what, yeah, like so. So someone said something. Like, one of my friends was telling me that people were saying that because of the fact that the Norman Reedus character is like at one point staring at his body that's like dead, that it means like it's going to be like a roguelike thing where you have to like like Dark Souls, where you have to like go back to your body if you die. Uh, like I I can't remember any of the other gameplay, but that was the big one that I remember uh, someone telling me about, and I was like, that's that's really interesting way of looking at that. Yeah, <laughs> I would never forget. It's a that. good guess. Yeah, Kojima did do a little bit of an interview, I think, with IGN or someone, um, and did shine some light on certain mechanics that he was um, gonna want to see in Death Stranding, and one of them was exactly what you said. It's that when you die in the game you're kind of sent in this in-between world. Um, from what I can imagine, it's probably like World of Warcraft when you die and you kind of go mm -hmm. into a spirit form and have to find your body. So I'm guessing it's kind of like that. Yeah. That yeah. sounds pretty cool. Sounds, makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I'll and like... like it would be yeah, cool I'm like... There was like enemies on the spirit realm, you know? So like maybe it's right. not as easy as like... You know, maybe there's some enemies uh, in the you know, reality that you have to deal with, but then there's the spirits that have their own enemies. That could be kind of cool. There was a game that was it Prey? Did anyone ever play the original Prey? Because I believe that had something like that. When you died, you had to like do a corpse run. But I think there was also enemies in like the spirit realm. There, it was. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Like old Xbox 360 Prey. Yeah, I, I remember that game. That was a fun. Yeah, game. yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah, I mean, I also imagine too because it's using the same engine as. Horizon Zero Dawn, there will probably be some open world elements. Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. guessing that. So. I'd hope so. I mean, at the same time, too, almost every game nowadays is going open world. This generation has just been like, let's make this open world. So, I I also just figured, you know, with the gameplay of most games nowadays, it would probably be open world. But, yeah, that's not too bad. Um, Yeah. So, overall, pretty hyped for this game. Question mm -hmm. Nice. Very excited. Um, as you were talking about kind of like Dark Souls-ish kind of things, we got a new From Software teaser. They showed it off, uh, but they didn't explain <clears throat> what game it is. So what do you guys think it is? I think it's Bloodborne 2. No yeah, that's probably it. See, so that's I mean, a good guess. They've said that... I think they said that the Dark Souls franchise is done with 3. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I figured that's done. Um, I've seen some really crazy theories online that it's like a new Tenchu game, and I'm like, what? what? Wow. Yeah. Which I, I mean, <laughs> if it is, that'd be kind of, I mean, that'd be cool, but I get figured, yeah. I mean, Bloodborne, we've been sitting on a Bloodborne sequel for, like, years now. Like, when did the first game come out? 2015, I think? Yeah, it's, it's been two years. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, we're due for a new Bloodborne, so... They still haven't said what it is. They just put out this trailer, and it was like the vaguest trailer possible, and everyone was like, "What's that?" So yeah, it was something like something about dying twice or something like that, right? Like yeah, 
Yeah, it just seems a very soulsy thing to say. I don't know. Well, also, if I remember too, the Bloodborne character was uh, like brought back from the dead, so I figured that might be part right. of it too. Yeah, that's kinda, true. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, welcome back to the land of the living," or something like that. So, and I'm just like, I want more Souls games, Bloodborne, whenever. I mean, those games are like hard and they stress me out and sometimes like i literally have to like step away and do something else for like an hour but <laughs> it's just like it's for me like one of the most purest gameplay experiences we have right now where it's like you literally just have to be good and if you aren't good you can go farm you can go try to get better equipment and stuff but i think it's kind of like in a lot of ways like that's kind of like the best kind of gameplay going right now it's just like simple but it's also challenging uh I'm excited. Bring more Bloodborne. Yes, please. <laughs> and Dennis, bring it to ever... more than PS3 and 4. Well, so, I was yeah. going to say, too, because like, I don't think you probably didn't play Bloodborne, I've right? I've never played it, and I oh, wish right. I could. I'm, I'm actually kind of upset about that. So I, I hope they expand you know their market bring it to pc or whatever but you you know what who knows in the future i might get like a ps4 or hell a ps5 when it comes out or whatever yeah i'll be sure to play these well i remember too when bloodborne came out and i was like man this is like so much faster than what we got with dark souls and i thought wow it'd be really cool if in dark Souls 3 they've made it like a lot faster uh, paced sure enough in like dark souls 3 like you could see the bloodborne influence like things were a little bit oh, faster yeah. like obviously there was still like a lot of dark soulsy kind of elements like i don't think you ever block much in darks or in bloodborne sorry like you pretty much just try to stun people and do other things but there's not too much in the way of blocking so yeah it's more parry system yeah uh, which is cool yeah I like that um the Champion's Ballad is available for Breath of the Wild. They showed that off, including Link's motorcycle. <laughs> That's pretty cool. How Link has a motorcycle, I'm not too sure. But I don't, I, I've learned not to question these things. Just embrace that Link has a motorcycle. Yep. Um, yeah, Jamie, you, you play uh, Breath of the Wild. What did you think of this? I'm pretty stoked. Uh, so I think my plan is to finish up uh, some of the other games I'm playing and then jump into Zelda headfirst and just try to beat everything. Because um, I've been waiting for this DLC to, to kind of get back into it. Uh, so yeah, I'm totally ready to go get a horse motorcycle and uh, and go crazy. <laughs> it looks cool. Like when I was watching it and I'm like, Okay, this looks like a lot of fun. It looks like there's actually um, like some kind of like bosses or something that you can fight. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't have the DLC yet, so I'm still like not too sure what exactly it all entails. But I mean, Breath of the Wild has been so encompassing with everything that you know I'm not surprised that they put more in. So, um, let's see here. Uh, Bayonetta one and two are coming to the Switch, which is pretty cool. Uh, and three is in development, so we're getting a whole bunch of Bayonetta on the Switch. Uh, are you excited, Jamie? Is that, as a Hell yes, I am very excited. Um, I am a huge fan of the Bayonetta series, uh, the original. Like, I, I love Devil May Cry, and this is like the closest anyone has ever gotten to like making a, a game after Devil May Cry that's been that that good. I think, and so uh, I am super stoked to play play more Bayonetta. Yeah, 
I also just think too, like those games just keep getting better. Like the first one was good, but had its uh -huh. issues. But when two came out, I was like, "Holy shit, this is so much better than the first one." And hopefully now people can play two because I feel like not enough people played two. Oh god, yeah. Like I remember talking about the second game, and people were like, "Is it on PS4, Xbox One, PC?" No, it's <laughs> nope. only on the Wii U, a console yeah. that most people just assumed was an add-on for their Wii. Like, just terrible. Um. So yeah, no, this this is cool. I'm excited. I just I I think it'll be cool to play through the first two in the lead up for three. I mean, I assume that's probably what they're gonna do is probably release the first two first. But uh, right, yeah. And um, Dennis, have you ever played any of the Bayonetta games? I I wait, did I buy it? I don't know. I either bought it or was planning to buy Bayonetta uh, one because it was. Uh, ported to PC. I have not touched it yet though But I I remember thinking it's one of these games that I have to play through because I've heard so much good things about it That would be such a fun game to play on PC too with all the like, graphics and all that like if you had a good graphics card It would look amazing. I'm sure. Oh I hope so. Yeah, so I'll, I'll report back when I finally get to it You might just check your Steam library and it's already there. You're like, oh, what did I get that? Yeah <laughs> I do that with uh, PC games all the time. Like the other day, I was thinking, like, man, I really want to play um, Jedi Outcast, the uh, the older uh, yep. Star Wars game. And I just like was like thinking of buying it on Steam because I figured, oh, well, that's probably the best way to get it. And I already had it in my library, and I I can't remember how I got it. That it's like, <laughs> when did I get this? So I mean, I'm, I've stopped questioning. I've just been replaying it. But uh, yeah, so it's just funny how that works with PC games. You're just like, oh. I guess I do have that. Um, Soul Calibur Six got announced, the next game in this franchise. They didn't show much. They just showed two characters. But, uh, yeah, more uh, Soul Calibur. Have you guys ever been into these games? It's been a while. Uh, I really liked Soul Calibur 1 and 2, and then they made, like, you know, four more sequels that I, or three more sequels that I didn't really play as much. But uh, I, I always liked those games. Like, I think they always have really good controls and they feel tight. Um, and they're a lot of fun. I like the I like the the cameo characters they add. Uh, like, Soul Calibur 2 with Link in it is still so, so awesome. Oh, yeah. I remember I had the Xbox version, which had uh, Spawn in it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Link was just amazing. Like, I remember I had a friend that had the GameCube version. He was just like, oh, yeah, I've got Link in this one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they had Yoda and Darth Vader in one? Yep. Yep. So really? I don't know who they're going to put in this one. Or who knows? Maybe they might play it straight. Maybe they might just be like, this is it. We're having like just a straight roster of characters. But I don't know. Uh, what about you, Dennis? Were you ever into Soul Calibur? Uh, my answer to that is no. <laughs> yeah, never been one for fighting games because I'm terrible. Well, except for Super Smash Brothers, which I'm terrible, but at least I enjoy it. Well, I think with Smash Brothers, it has like that, uh, you know, at least you recognize all those characters and the gameplay. Yeah. At least like, I mean, yeah, there's complexity to it, but with the right crowd, you don't really need it. You can just go in and just have fun. Um, yeah. Valley mm. of the Gods. That got announced. Uh, did you guys uh, watch the trailer for that one? I'm trying to remember which one that Partially. is. It's made by the guys who made um, Firewatch. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's the Egyptian. Uh... Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah it looked cool. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> kind of has this, like... I don't know. I was watching the trailer, and it's kind of got this, like... The aesthetic looks very kind of, like... I don't know. It's hard to describe, but... It, it looks really cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for more. But uh, did you guys uh, play Firewatch? I never got around to playing that. It's on my list of uh, eventually play this game. <laughs> yeah, second that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, the uh, the trailer looked good, but yeah, I think we still need to know more. But uh, I don't know. I uh, I was watching the trailer and just like very colorful, very kind of vibrant, which I think Firewatch kind of like struck me like that. Like I didn't play as much Firewatch as I wanted to. I kind of started playing it at a friend's house and then just stopped playing. But um, yeah, no, it looks pretty cool. Um, Fade to Silence. Did you watch the trailer for that? That's another Fate one that I'm not sure which that one was. Um, hmm, I haven't even heard of that one. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm familiar with that one. It's a it's this really cool kind of like survival horror game, um, but it's like set in the snow, kind of like remind like visually reminded me of uh, the movie The Thing. Okay. You guys got like if you know that movie, but like, I'm I'm all aboard with that. <laughs> yeah, so it was really cool. Like showed different characters all trying to like survive together, build, uh, build like you know shelter, uh, kind of like look around, scavenge for food and stuff. It looks actually really cool. Um, I don't know. We don't know too much about it. There looks like to be some kind of like demon monsters they're fighting or aliens or something like that. And you know, it kind of looks to me like very kind of similar to all these other kind of survival games where you know you have to try to you know counterbalance like creating shelter and gathering supplies with just staying alive so it doesn't look to be like the most innovative but visually it looks really like top-notch so i'm excited for it um next up sea of thieves uh that's the pirate ship game that's like pretty much ripped out of uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. That's coming March 20th, 2018. So going to see that in a few months. Are you guys at all excited for that? I've actually uh, played uh, Sea of Thieves a little bit. Oh, awesome. Um, it, it's interesting. Like, So Thieves, Sea of Thieves is the rare one uh, that is, it's like the MMO pirate game. Um, and like the, the, early access stuff is, is kind of weird. Like when I played it, like it kind of just throws you on a ship and like, you have no real clue of what the hell you're supposed to be doing. Uh, cause it was like, I, I joined in the middle of a game and it was just like, all right, I'm on a ship and they're sailing somewhere. I don't know where they're going. And I didn't really know what was going on. It seems like if you were playing like from the beginning and, uh, had like a crew of actual people you were playing with, it'd be a lot of fun because it was, it was like, one person has to steer and the other person has to man the sails and all this other crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, like I was just like a little overwhelmed cause there's not a lot of like, here's how you start playing this game. Uh, if you, if you just kind of play it, um, and jump in the middle of a, of a mission, like it was weird. It was just a weird way to like start trying to figure out what the hell was going on in there. It just sounds like there's a lot of systems and they probably figure you probably already looked up online how to do it or something yeah like that. something like that yeah I, i'm hoping that like the full game has like an actual like here's a kind of tutorial segment in the beginning and, and this is what your goal is because otherwise it's just like all right you have a book that tells you what your current mission is and i have no idea what any of this means yeah 
Um, I, I didn't realize it was... Oh, sorry. Sorry. I was going to no. say I didn't realize it was co-op online multiplayer focused. I thought maybe it might have like online on the side, but I didn't realize it's just multiplayer. Yeah, it's, That's it's it. It's all online. That's all it is. Yeah. Huh. Which, I don't know. That could be fun. I mean, we play uh, Friday the 13th, and that's, like, a fully online <laughs> game. So, I don't know. That could be good. Cool. Um, yeah, I I like the visuals of it. I like the kind of, like, gameplay style. My only thing about it is I feel like this game's coming out at the worst time. Because even though we don't have a date for Red Dead Redemption 2, like, this seems right on the cusp of when that game's going to come out. So, yeah, like, I feel like this is a game that, you know, it just looks like a game I would pick up probably play for a bit and if red dead redemption 2 does come out like in the april may time slot i'm just gonna be like see of what so i, I mean i hope it's not the case i hope it gets it's uh you know due uh respect but uh hard to tell at this point my biggest problem is that it's it's an xbox one exclusive so it's like uh i don't have enough xbox one friends to play <laughs> like well, that's the thing, right? And you know, you, I guess you could play online with randos, but you know, it's probably cross-platform with PC too, I guess, because they've been doing that for all their major releases. But yeah, yeah, still not enough. It's still <laughs> kind of funny though with games like that too, where it's like, um, yeah, you, you sort of have those kind of like, you know, let's go play online with friends, and then it's like if you don't really have an online infrastructure, it's like, well, what's the point of all this? So, right. Uh, a way out got a new trailer that's the uh ea kind of like co-op game from the brothers dev oh the prison break game yeah Yeah. that game was cool yeah i mean that's kind of the best way to describe it it's basically the prison break game but uh, yeah yeah no it looks really cool we got uh i think a better look at the gameplay of the game uh which yeah you know looks to be kind of like stealth actiony but yeah, mm-hmm. you guys excited for this game? I think it looked really cool. I definitely want to play it with uh, with a friend, and uh, I'll be I'll be looking for it. Yeah, yeah, uh, same. Kind of, kind of reminds me a little bit of like playing the co op Splinter Cell missions. Yeah, because like I remember that playing that on uh, my original Xbox, playing like Chaos Theory uh, co op. Kind of reminded me a bit of that, where it's just like two people, and you know, you got to kind of coordinate together. So yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, Dreams is also coming out in 2018, so we don't have a firm release that release date for that, but that is coming out. Uh, are you guys excited at all for that game? I think it's going to be interesting to see the kind of gameplay experiences people can create with that thing, because it looks very, what's the word, uh, uh, like diverse in like the terms of like what content people were showing off with it so far. So, yeah. um, it looks neat. This is the first I've seen of this. What the? Yeah, it's kind of an interesting game, too, because it's been in development for a while. Like, I think it was announced in 2012, uh, kind of shown more at 2013 or 2013. And then I think in 2016, the game was uh, announced to have a beta, and the beta never came out. And then the game went silent for, like, most of this year. Uh, and 2016, and now they finally are like, it's it's coming out in 2018. So I'm, like, a little bit worried about this game, because it's like, this game got announced so long ago, I wonder, like, is this going to be a Duke... I mean, it's not the same as Duke Nukem Forever, <laughs> but it's like, is this going to be a game where it just feels so archaic 
like it's got 2012 gameplay elements and it's just never really adapted so i'm a little worried but i don't know media molecule makes pretty good games so right should be pretty good um gtfo did you guys see the trailer for that yes i think that looks awesome (laughs) yeah it's um it's from the payday devs Mm-hmm. So if you guys play the payday games, you know exactly like what kind of game it looks like. I feel, but I mean, it looks really cool. Um, like what ex- what gets you excited about this, Jamie? What, what, you're it looks it looked like Left for Dead in space, uh, kind of to me. So like that was enough to sell me. Like like it, like a really creepy atmosphere. I like the way like everything is like lit up by flashlights and everything in the trailer. Uh, just shit tons of uh, monsters uh, running at you at, 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 in some spots, and I don't know. It just it reminded me very much of Left 4 Dead, and I've been looking for kind of a game that's kind of been like that for a while. So yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Like Payday was obviously a really cool game, but like I feel like it had a, you know a few drawbacks to it. And, you mm-hmm. know, uh, definitely kind of started to show its age, and like this looks so much more like advanced in terms of like what you can do yeah uh, like there's so many cool like pieces of technology like there was one that like i saw the guy throw out and it kind of like mapped out an upcoming room they were right yeah and stuff yeah so, um i'm really like excited for this because just like you like i remember left for dead although i feel like a lot of gamers nowadays are like left for what um, <laughs> like did those games come out like 2006 2007 something like that like yeah seven and eight maybe old yeah stuff. yeah it's been a while, so I mean, I feel like for a lot of people, they don't know what that kind of gameplay is like. But yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, I was definitely getting like alien vibes from it. Yes, yeah, like, definitely. The whole like, oh, like an alien can come attack us any moment. There's a lot of tension, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited for this. So yeah, this we'll, looks cool. We'll, we'll see more, I guess, uh, in the months to come. Uh, Metro Exodus. They showed off more of that. The next the Metro game coming to PS4, PC, Xbox One. Are you guys ever into the... More, more hype. I was going to start <laughs> yelling more hype. Oh. <laughs> but since you asked, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Metro is like the series that I think really does first-person shooter storytelling well. It's it's amazing. I played through the first two games, and I it's probably my favorite FPS, like first-person um, single-player game out there yeah i've played through the other two games but like i don't know i played through them like they were fun but i also could see where like you can improve it so i'm kind of interested to see what they do with this new one it looks um like it has like kind of like a mixture of like kind of like that linear kind of setting but also to like sandboxy elements which is pretty cool so excited to see more um and what about you, Jamie? Are you at all into the Metro series? I do enjoy Metro. Um, I haven't played through the second one, but I did play through the first one. I have the second one. I just it's on my list of games, like backlog, um, that I need to get through. But yeah, I really liked the first one. Uh, I thought it was uh, very well done. And finally, we have a World War Z uh, game announced. So. That's that's something. Did you guys watch the, tra- that's, the trailer for that's that? That's late. Yeah. 
Uh, I've I've not watched the trailer yet, but I assume there's ant zombies, like the swarm of ant zombie horde thing in it. Uh, and I don't, I, if that's the way they're portrayed in the game, I'm not gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, think, I think you're right. No, that's basically it. Like, Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm already kind of feeling a bit fatigued with zombie games. Like, it just feels like there's so many of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game did look cool in the sense that like. There were zombies literally coming everywhere in the trailer, so it looks to be either first or third person. Maybe you could alternate, uh, but it looked like it's basically a shooter, and they were all coming out. Like the only real—I don't know if this is going to be enough for me or anyone to buy this game, but like it just looked cool to see like zombies coming out from like every like hole and crevice they could, and it just looked like very kind of like flowy and like kind of. It looked really visually interesting, but I don't think that's enough to be like, oh, I'm going to go buy this yeah. generic zombie shooter game just for that. So maybe I maybe. wonder I wonder if they'll beat uh, Days Gone to 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 market because they look very they I mean, like Days Gone has the same kind of like that weird zombie horde stuff in, in some of the early trailers. So I'm curious if they would. Uh... Well, Days Gone's not cooperative, I don't think. Right. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's all single player. Yeah, and that's the thing. This uh, game, they've kind of said it's going to be a co-op game. So okay, um, I guess th- that could be another way they could differentiate themselves too. Is be like, hey, this is going to be a co-op multiplayer shooter. Meanwhile, Days Gone is more like single-player story-based. So hmm. yeah, this game definitely. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say. I I'm not really all that excited for it. I even like forgot about World War Z when they showed that. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was the Brad Pitt one, right? Like. Yeah. I totally forgot that movie existed. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I just um, don't think there's anything special about this game. Like, it doesn't stand out to me. I, like, I feel like I'll forget about it next week. And then they're going to go like, hey, it's, you know, it's finally released. I'll be like, huh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and you know, I, I kind of feel like that too. Like, I feel like, I feel like they'll probably put this out in like a couple months and just push it out and just be like, yeah out because it's also kind of weird too because they have a sequel to the movie but i don't know what's going on with that and i'm i don't know mm. I'm just oh yeah i'm not excited for this at all so <laughs> <laughs> like i said the, the idea of zombies coming up from the woodworks kind of looks cool but you know days gone's doing that and it's just like am i gonna get a zombie game for that probably not um something that is really cool is that the predator is being added to ghost recon wildlands so that's <laughs> that's something. Um, did you guys play Wildlands at all? I did not. I played like the the beta before it came out, and I thought okay. it was okay. Um, but I couldn't convince any of my friends to get it, and that would be the only way I would think that game would be uh, enjoyable was to play it with other people. So yeah, it it looks really cool. Um, I I have the game on PC and I. I saw some people were playing it, so I hopped on, and it was, like, I don't know. Uh, it looked really cool. It was, like, it was it was kind of, like, this, you know, stealthy, you know, but then he can, like, insta-kill pretty much anyone, so. Mm-hmm. But it, was, it was cool enough, I guess, like, I just don't know if it's enough for anyone to really pick up Ghost Recon for that game. Yeah. Or for that, so. Uh, and it's only for a few weeks too. Like I don't know. It's super strange. Like 
it's not like they're adding him in there permanently. He's only there until uh, early mid January, and then they're taking him out. So it's like an event. Yeah. Basically. Oh, see, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah. So by the time you get some friends together to like get interest in this game going, they might just like load it up and it's not. Yeah. No, that sucks. Yeah. So. Um. I mean, it is cool, but it also yeah, it does suck that it's like. It's, it's not going to be forever. Yeah. Um, Epic Sue's 14-year-old cheater update. Uh, Sue due to appeal of DMCA takedown? Hmm. Maybe you guys have... Yeah, so, so apparently, as we uh, chatted about this last podcast, we were saying how, you know, it kind of feels wrong on both sides, that Epic and, you know, the cheater, uh, that they have to deal with this whole situation. But apparently... Uh, some light has been shown on the whole situation. It turns out that Epic isn't exactly suing this 14-year-old who, you know, well, at the time of this, they didn't know he was a 14-year-old. You know, he was just a cheater. So what they did was uh, they saw that he had a YouTube channel promoting and essentially demonstrating these cheats and also kind of advertising the website that he got these cheats from and that is mm. you know the website that's distributing these cheats so they they took a action with youtube and ordered like a dmca takedown which the kid uh, appealed and because they appealed in like by law epic has to either drop this uh, takedown or follow through with the suit so that's exactly what they're doing they're, uh. they're following through with this suit yeah so it's not just it's not as you know simple as we thought no. I figured. Yeah. It's, it's still just like so weird that this is all going down. And I, like, I don't know. I kind of feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, too, it's just like cheaters suck. Ugh. It's a lot yeah. of Lots of details. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. Um, and Crytek slews Cloud Imperium Games, uh, Star Citizen, uh, for, you know, logo and ads, bug fixes. Uh, Lumberyard, etc. So, <laughs> yeah, everybody suing everybody. Yeah, it's just lawsuits everywhere. Uh, what do you make of this? Well, I, I I think like from what I understand, the lawsuit was so originally like Cloud Imperium Games. They're developing Star Citizen, and they're also developing Squadron Forty Two, which uh, I think now they've decided is going to be a separate game. Uh, it's a single-player game. I think before they had the idea of having it as part of Star Citizen and just, you know, the single-player side, but I think they basically split those into two games. And then also along the way, they decided to switch engines from Crytex uh, to, I think it's like Amazon owns it, to, to the Lumberyard engine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and then, but basically Crytek is suing because um, they're breaking some contract uh, terms like uh, not showing Crytek's uh, logo in ads. And and then I think the contract also states that annual bug fixes to the engine must be, you know, basically uh, also reported to Crytek. So it improves the engine as they are using it. I don't know. It's it's kind of a mess. I don't quite know exactly uh, all the details, but that's kind of the gist of it. And apparently, uh, the Star Citizen devs 
aren't too happy about it, obviously, but they said they're going to fight it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So many lawsuits. <laughs> Lots of lawsuits. Just everyone suing everyone. All right. Um, that's it for news this week. Let's uh, move on to what we've been playing. Um, I'll start with you, Dennis. What have you been playing lately? Um, a very few select games. Uh, a lot of Divinity Original Sin 2, which apparently got named uh, Game of the Year by, I think, PC Gamer, which I'm pretty pleased about because it is an amazing game. Um, I don't know. I think like it's it's just such a big game that I could play through it multiple times and not really get the exact same stories and you know different aspects of the game will uh, present itself through different playthroughs so i don't feel like i've gotten bored of it yet in fact i haven't even finished the whole game yet um because i like to play a co-op and we have i think there's two groups that i'm playing with one like one with four people and then the four of us will have to coordinate like our time so we can play together so that's progressing very slowly and because i kind of wanted to play it a lot i took another campaign for a spin with just one of the people in that group so we're doing a two-player co-op campaign which is progressing much faster um so that's kind of why i've been playing it a lot so uh it's 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 a slow process because it's such a huge game like even just the first area that you start the game in you can do so many different things you can choose to kill you know npcs or just let them live and talk to them and try to form you know maybe help them out with different cycles it's just huge like so uh i'm gonna be playing this for a very long time (laughs) (laughs) you'll probably hear me talk about a lot hey it's all good it's uh nowadays there's so many games out there that you know you just beat in a couple hours so it's nice to have some that are you know still pretty you know long games yeah for sure uh a new game i uh started playing is dirt 3 not really one for racing games but this one was actually quite fun i'm not good at um racing games that you know like need for speed and all that stuff because i don't like the fact that you're actually racing um if that makes any sense i don't like the fact that there's like multiple cars on the track and then you kind of bump into each other and that makes it really annoying Mm -hmm. so i think dirt 3 has rallies which i enjoy a lot you're just you know basically you're by yourself all the time and you're just trying to get the best time and i thought that was really fun so played a little bit of that um i don't know if i'm gonna keep playing it but every day i think i might go through like one um one race and then keep trying until i get first and then i stop playing so that's kind of my uh, process of going through this game (laughs) at some point i'm sure i'm gonna be bored because you know after all it is just racing it doesn't really change that much besides tracks and maybe some of the vehicles yeah you can only customize your car so much right yeah exactly i don't even know if they let you customize in dirt 3 i don't think so at least i haven't tried yeah so basically like the cars are essentially belonging to these i don't know like teams that i suppose build these cars and for each race you can choose which team you're gonna race for or with or i don't really know how the whole rally sport system works i don't know but you kind of just decide on a car for each race and that's it you don't really get your own i don't think 
Okay. Um, so there's no customization even. That sucks. Like, mm-hmm. I, as much as like I'm not a big racing fan, like I always do like customizing my cars in games like that. Like in the Need for Speed games or something like that. It's always like, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, I've been playing through Witcher 3 again. I think this is my third playthrough. Um, (laughs) including all the DLC. (laughs) So this game, okay, I have a good reason though. So the the reason I'm playing a third playthrough is because one of the original devs of the game uh, released a mod recently, uh, and the mod contains a lot of fixes and just general tweaks of the gameplay to make it more immersive uh, because he felt like, you know, it wasn't either accurate to the lore or it just didn't make any sense and things were changed for gameplay reasons, but it, you know, it takes you out of the you know, immersion of the world. So he just made all these different tweaks. Um, so I figured I might play through it again with those mods on. And uh, so far it's been still very fun. You know, I, I still very much enjoy the game and I don't think it's gonna you know, drop any uh, places on my uh, top games list. So I think this is probably still my favorite game. It's up there. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what about you, Jamie? What have you been playing these days? <clears throat> I have not been playing too much different from the last time we spoke. Um, I played a little bit more Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, which uh, after playing it for about, I don't know, maybe 15 hours now, uh, I've decided that there are entirely too many side quests in that game. Um in a good way, like not in a bad way, but like it's it's just like I've constantly uh, just been feeling like I've been doing side quests and nothing but side quests. And I and, and I like doing the side quests, but then I'm like, man, I'm like way over leveled uh, to do the main quest uh, now. And so I'm, I'm kind of trying to like make myself not play as many side quests because I, I guess they just released a patch um, and the patch... Uh, has this feature now that you can like sync your level to or sync the quest to whatever your current level is. So what I can do is I can just play through the game kind of like picking quests that are my level. And then if, uh, you know, I have any left over, I could just sync to my level at the end of the game and then play them and it won't be like they're too easy or anything like that. So, uh, but I'm really enjoying the game still. Like the story is really intriguing. Uh, I still think it's probably one of the better Assassin's Creed games they've made. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Nice. <laughs> and, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but is, is the whole story still with the um, someone in present day going back to that you know ancient <laughs> Egyptian time through the Animus, or is it? There is still an Animus involved. Uh, oh, okay. It's just a different Kurt character in the future that he's using the animus and uh yeah that's about all i know really uh but i did get to some some stuff in the game that i was not expecting uh as far as like gameplay stuff so i was kind of excited Mm -hmm. i won't say anything about it because i think it's a cool thing to just find out on your own but uh yeah it's it's i think they did a better job in this game of like having like the animus stuff in there without it being too intrusive again uh whereas i think some of the earlier games kind of like you felt like you were always going back and forth this one kind of like lets you go back if you want but you don't ever have to um ah okay except at a couple spots so um yeah so 
still playing through that, and it's going to probably take me like 100 hours to finish everything. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, in the meantime, I also I finished uh, Dishonored. I played through Dishonored Definitive Edition uh, because I had picked up Dishonored 2, and I wanted to go through it again. So mm-hmm. I played through a, a playthrough of that where I was just killing everything on and trying to beat it with killing as much crap as possible. I don't know if you recall, like, if you play through that game, there's, like, two endings. There's one if you, like, play through and, like, try not to kill as many people, and there's one if you just kill everything. Uh, so I'd never done, like, the high chaos version, which is killing everything. So I just finished that, uh, and I'll probably move on to Dishonored 2 shortly. Um but yeah, that game is still really good. Like it holds up pretty well for a couple years old uh, game. Like the gameplay is still a lot of fun, yeah. blinking around and and cutting throats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the last game I've been playing has been uh, play some more Destiny Two. Um, the people I've been playing with, we finally got like the first raid kind of like on farm status where we could just kind of go in there. Uh, play it for like three hours and be done with it for a week. Whereas like previously it was like we'd we'd be stuck on fights for a while and have to come back multiple times. Uh, so that's been kind of cool. Uh, just grinding on gear. They had their new uh, expansion come out, and uh, I basically cruised through the story campaign already and uh, have not done the raid yet. So I don't know, but it, it seems like the improvements that they put into the new. Um, the new expansion been kind of like divisive because a lot of people are saying that it doesn't feel as much like an expansion as it does like like a free like update kind of caliber of of content so like right. yeah like i i definitely can see the complaints because like i said i i blew through the story very quickly and then like the areas that they've added are very small uh so hopefully they plan on like adding some more uh, stuff in some updates uh, to make that content a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it's it's still fun. It's still Destiny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'll talk about Destiny too when I uh, with my thing. But uh, I I enjoy that game. It's a good game. Yeah. Have you ever, uh, either of you tried um, that free to play game Warframe that oh, people yeah. are saying? I've is like, heard oh, it's, it's really good. I so yeah. like. I played Warframe like years ago. Like uh, when I first got my PS4, it was like, oh, there's this game Warframe and it's free to play. And I was like, cool, I'll try it out. And it was okay. But apparently like since then, they've like added so much cool stuff to it that it's actually one of the better games to play for that kind of style of game. Um, yeah. That's what I heard too. Like, because I remember I played it likewise when PS4 just came out. And I was like, ah, it's this or battlefield uh four I think it was at the time yeah. and i'm like mm-hmm. eh, I'll, I'll, I'll give this a try and it was it was okay but i've heard that they've really done a lot to spruce that game up yeah yeah it's uh, a good game i haven't played it recently either but uh it is one of the games i think i think it's my second most played game on wow. steam i have i think over four some 400 something hours but this was you know i think three four years ago as well so recently like all the new stuff is way too overwhelming for me and i can't get back into it either (laughs) um so i've been playing a lot of games i've had like 
cases where it's winding down at work so i have like more free time and stuff so i've been kind of just diving into a weird variety of things <laughs> uh the for the most being hearthstone so they announced or they released that new um expansion the kobolds uh, and catacombs uh i've just been plugging away at that getting some new cards i've got some really cool decks that i've made because i can't remember if the expansion was out the last time we recorded maybe not which i don't think it was don't I think, think it was so just no. about to come out like it was like a couple yeah. days ago. okay that's what i thought uh, but I got some really cool cards uh, from my card packs, including uh, this one called Master Oakart, which is really cool. He summons a random one, two, and three attack minion, I think it is. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, I've been playing that uh, with a um, written control lock deck. So it's like a you know typical kind of warlock control deck, but it adds in this um new card they added called rin and every time well when you play her you get a seal and then there's the first seal you play that you spawn a minion you get the second seal you do that another minion third seal and it works its way up to like the sixth seal i think and then you summon a card that is called azari or anzari the devourer and when you play him he just completely destroys the opponent's deck just every card just gets destroyed and i've been having so much fun playing that Yeah, like, it takes a while to set up because you have to basically get those seals done. And, you know, obviously if you're playing with a, against a mage, it could be potentially countered with a counter spell and stuff. So there's ways that it can be countered. It's not, like, as overpowered as it sounds, but, you know, there's ways around it. But I've been enjoying that. Um, just been playing a lot of that. And then they have that new dungeon run mode, which... I've played a lot of frustrating game experiences this year. This is probably the most frustrating because oh, wow. it's it's like it gets it's easy enough at the beginning, but then how it works is every time you beat a boss in that dungeon run mode, you get a choice of what they call like a bucket, and the bucket includes three cards, um, and they all have a certain theme to it. So, for instance, if you play, uh, say. Uh, a priest a priest might have like a control bucket where you know they can get uh minions and uh spells that will help like you know steal minions or remove minions to kind of control the deck uh and then there's like a combo caster so one that like every time you send out a spell you're gonna have another spell generated for you so you choose from these different buckets and the idea being that you know you can kind of go for a varied deck with a different kind of um you know, play style, or you try to just keep it as close to the, to one as possible. Uh, but then it's all randomly generated too. So what I've been finding is so frustrating is like, I'll try to create like a combo caster pre-spill, which is like probably one of the better play styles I like. And, you know, I get near the end and then I start getting ones that are totally not, you know, appropriate for the <laughs> deck just becomes totally like out of place and just doesn't work. And then that's of course when it starts getting harder. So I've been getting really frustrated with it, but at the same time too, it's like I keep playing it. So I, it's not that it's unfair. It's just that maybe I got to find a better way to, you know, work out that deck. So yeah. I'm still working on it. I don't know. It's frustrating. I've sworn at my phone in public a few times playing it. <laughs> I apologize to those who uh, uh, had to deal with that. Um, but yeah, it's fun um, when I'm not swearing at it. Um, Friday the 13th, 
actually they announced that uh, they're adding Shelly on Monday, so that's really cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, they got a really cool trailer for that too, where um, Adam and AJ are like, you know, making sweet love on a bed, and then you know they get a knock at the door, and Adam goes to open it, and there is Shelly with the mask, and then. Uh, real Jason comes up behind him, doesn't have his mask, he's just unmasked Jason and just axes Shelly to get the mask, so it's kind of like a cool little trailer. That's um, cool. But yeah, I've been playing that. I th- actually, we actually have a Let's Play of us playing Friday the 13th, where I run over Casey, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> Jamie gets trolled by, like, every survivor while he's playing Jason. That was so mm-hmm. frustrating. <laughs> I, I, you got, you listeners got to go watch this because I've really felt bad for uh, Jamie as Jason, which is something I don't often say when I'm going against Jason. But like, basically, all these people were just going around hitting him with a bat, putting him on his back, and then every time he gets up, when they would swing at him, he would they would crouch so he would miss them, and then yeah. they would just stun him again. So it was just literally just everyone tag teaming up to to just whack on Jason. It was great. <laughs> Um, we also learned that none of us really know how to drive a car in that game, so there's that as well. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, still playing plenty of that. That's a game that I just keep going back to, just because it's like, you know, there's not much that I really have to think about when I'm playing that game. Just load right. into a map, search for rental cabins, try to survive or kill. Um, yeah. Uh, I played the Monster Hunter World beta this past weekend, uh, or last weekend. That was pretty cool. Uh, did either of you guys get around to getting in that or playing that? I loaded it up. I went to a training area. I tried a bunch of weapons, and then I had to go do some stuff. So I never got around to actually like doing any of the missions. But mm-hmm. I liked the the way it looked and everything, and and the weapons were really cool. But I never got to see any of the damn monsters. So yeah, <laughs> I only did yeah. two of the missions. Uh, there was one, the first one was relatively easy. I went with a um a bow and arrow uh build for that one and that was pretty cool played with some randos online and that was kind of fun we all tagged up to beat the monster the second mission like i guess there was like the whole idea was just three missions and with each one is a higher difficulty so the first one's easy second one's harder third one's hardest uh even the second one was fucking brutally difficult and i was playing it online with like other people and we were just uh-huh. having the like the hard time beating this monster but like I gotta say, it's like definitely was one of the most fun experiences I've had, like playing online with people. Where we're just like, "What the hell are you doing? You gotta get over there, hit him with a bow. Why are you like getting up close? What are you doing?" <laughs> it just, but it was great. We ended up beating the monster with like two minutes left to spare on the timer. So nice. Uh, but yeah, no, it's fun. Um, I I can't wait to play more. I also just obviously those games are all about looting creatures, crafting new gear. So. Uh, when I was playing it, I was playing with standard gear and stuff. So, I mean, it's fine, but it's not what I play the game for. I want to be getting right. little, like, custom-made stuff. So, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah. Um, Wisher 3. Been playing some more of that. Like uh, you, Dennis, I just kind of keep going back to that game. I got the DLC, and I wanted to play through that, and I realized that my save file got corrupted. So, I've just uh, been through that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, so just playing through that again. Uh, but yeah, that game's fun. Like, going through, um, like, some of the, my favorite missions are with the Bloody Baron. Like, the one where you have to protect the little fetus thing and all that. It's just like, <laughs> so, it was so weird, that game. I just love how it takes, like, 
you know, folklore and just makes it like brutally kind of like gruesome and stuff instead of like cartoony kitty stuff. It's great. Um, so I've been playing more of that. Uh, Destiny 2. Uh, been playing that on PC. That's fun. Um, I don't know. I know there's a lot of controversy with that game and like a lot of like people don't like a lot of the decisions made, but I've just been generally enjoying it. As someone who thought Destiny 1 was okay, it wasn't great. This one's definitely a lot better. Uh, and on yeah. PC, it just runs so, like, it's great. Like, you know, I think maybe it's because I was playing Destiny 1 on PS4, but, like, playing this one on PC, it just, it runs smoothly. The graphics are amazing. Uh, playing the shooter with my mouse and keyboard is so much better. Um, but, yeah, no, I've actually been really enjoying it. Um, again, I know people are griping on the game, and it's got its problems, but... I could care less. I'm actually still really enjoying it. Um, PUBG been playing that. They got a new map. Uh, actually, I don't know. Is the new map out yet? I don't think it is. Uh, I don't know. Mm, I thought it just came out. I know. I think on the PTS it is, but I don't know about the actual normal client. Okay. Yeah, no, because, like, I remember, like, I booted it up to play the desert map, and I don't... Yeah, we didn't play on the desert map. We are just playing on the regular one. But that game's still a lot of fun. Like, have you guys ever played it at all? I sadly have not played it yet, uh, but I would like to. I'm thinking I might get it on Xbox, but then I realized, like, I still have no one playing. None of my friends want to play on Xbox anymore, so... Should probably just get it on PC and play with a bunch of people. Yeah, I've heard it runs like trash on Xbox. Like for some people, not 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 all the time, but like at certain moments or something, I've seen people really complain about that. Yeah, I don't know, but I... it's uh, it's an interesting kind of game like that because like I played on PC. I watched some YouTube videos of people who played it on Xbox uh, One, and it just yeah, it was janky. It wasn't mm. working half the time, uh, but. I mean, I I still really enjoy that game. Um, just the fact that, like, when you start to get, like, the player count go down and you start to realize you're one of the last few people left, it's just, it's great. Hmm. It, it, it's such a rewarding feeling. Like, the last map I was playing on, or last match I played, um, I was in a sniper position. I found a sniper rifle and I was just hiding out and then... Uh, it was just me and this other guy, and I just see him running across the map, and I think he thought that I was in a building, but I wasn't, but he was right in my sights, <laughs> and I I just, like, shot him while he was running across the field, and it was just, like, the greatest, because, like, people were like, what were you doing, man? Like, why did you, like, go on the open with this guy had a sniper rifle? It's just, it's great. Love that. <laughs> Um, yeah i should really try this game but at this point i feel like i haven't for so long i should just not out of spite i should just <laughs> never play this game <laughs> well, technically it's not even out yet either right so that's what i find hilarious like people are like oh it's the best game of 2017 i'm like is it it's not even out yet <laughs> would it be the best game of 2018 or whatever it comes out um yeah and then nidhogg 2 um so with the holidays and stuff, I've been going to some parties and I've had some people over for parties. And at the, the one constant at every one of these party, parties has been Nidhogg 2. And I got to say, it's probably my favorite party game of all time. I'm just like, I'm having so much fun with it. Have you guys played it at all? or? It's I've like sword fighting, it. right? Like like a fencing game or some sh something like that. 
Yeah, kind of. yeah. Um, and I think the first game was very like simplistic. It was just like uh, yeah, a very basic fencing game. This one's a lot more absurd. The graph, like, it's kind of funny because I think the first one they were kind of like trying to emulate like NES graphics, and then this are, one's more like yeah. SNES. So they kind of are going through the time periods of gaming with it. But oh man, it's so much fun because basically how it works is that um, there's large sections of this map that you have to go across. I think there's like five sections in total and your goal is to get to an end. It's almost like football in the sense that like you just have to get to the end. Um, but the thing is, is like if somebody stabs you or throws something at you, it stops you, you basically, they can try it. They have to then go the other way. So it's this back and forth. I've had matches that have gone on for 30 minutes where it's just like you get to the end and then someone throws their sword at your back and then all of a sudden they start going for their end and all this. And it's just like, it's intense it's like your friendships will be tested but it's so much fun um so yeah that's cool did, did hook too played a lot of that uh that's a game that i probably wouldn't play with, without friends like just it's i don't know if there is even a single player component all i know is that i'm just playing it with a group of people that are fun to play with so yeah um well we have a few emails this week i think it's dying down in general but uh Nonetheless, we'll go and answer your emails here. Uh, remember, if you have any emails, 3AngryNerdsPodcast at gmail.com. Put 3AngryGamers in the subject line so I know which show it's for. First is from Derek Nerds Pineapple on Pizza. Yay or nay? So, nah. I think it's okay to have pineapple on pizza. And I'm like a pizza, like, I love pizza. Uh, so, so, I don't know. I, I think... Given the right combination of toppings, pineapple is fine on pizza. Yeah. I think Ham, if you have something some like sausage. salty. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like if you have something salty and sweet, then it balances out, right? Yep. Hmm. Looks like we're all in agreement. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> odd. <laughs> this is a hotly debated topic, and we're all just like, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like internet message boards like Reddit and Facebook and stuff where people are just like, how the fuck can you like pineapple on pizza? And I'm like, I don't know. It's it just like it tastes good. Like, <laughs> well, I think it's like any topping, really. It's yeah. like if it if you balance it with other flavors that complement it, it's good. If you have yeah. like pineapple, like I've seen some pizzas where it's like a veggie pizza and it's all like vegetables and pineapple, and I can see how someone probably wouldn't like that because it's like yeah. super sweet mm -hmm. without any kind of like saltiness to it. But with like a meat and stuff, it's I think it's fine. Yeah. Or something spicy yeah. too. There you go. Yeah. Um, last time I was in Texas, I had a pizza that was a barbecue pulled pork pizza. It was amazing. It had like barbecue sauce instead of tomato sauce. And then the barbecue pulled pork, jalapenos, and pineapple for topping. And it was like, that. It, it just made so much sense because I'm like, well, of course you would put pineapple with pork and spicy stuff. It just makes so much sense. Um,. Jason says, nerds, what is your opinion on Devil May Cry? Will we ever get another game from that franchise? Uh, I love Devil May Cry. Uh, it's one of my favorite franchises. And I thought 4 was disappointing. I thought the one that Ninja Theory did was pretty cool. Uh, I am I think I've heard rumors that they're talking about making a new one. Um but I hope I hope they're true. So if if I think I think that we're due for another another Devil May Cry game. Yeah, 
I think it well, everything comes around. I mean, you even look at Mega Man, how they were like, oh, we're not getting a Mega Man game, and people were so mad about that, and yeah. it got cancelled and stuff, and here we have new Mega Man games. So, uh, Capcom's not a company that will forever forget something, you know. I think they just kind of make you think that there's nothing going on with that franchise, but I, there's definitely got to be something. But yeah, I, I really like those games as well. Um, I've pretty much liked almost all of them, at least from a gameplay's perspective. Some of them just don't have the best stories. But I like the reboot. Like, the reboot was yeah. just, like, simple, fun. I always remember, like, the opening of that game where he's, like, flying through the trailer or something like that. And he's, like, putting on all his <laughs> Putting on the clothes, stuff. yeah. <laughs> it's just such a, like, a cool little moment. Um, but, yeah, no, it's fun. I wonder if they do another one, if they would do, like, classic Dante or keep him from that reboot yeah i don't know yeah. um uh tom says nerds what's your favorite play with your drunk friends game oh boy there's a lot of those who i have two i have two games so one is uh rock band because it's always fun to just place music with everyone uh trashed and not doing anything right like like <laughs> It's just, it always makes me laugh when I look over and I see, like, somebody, like, trying to play the guitar and it's just like, you are so off. Like, you don't even know. It just makes me laugh. Uh, it's always a good time. the game has, like, such a great sound effect when you don't yeah. hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's always good. And the other one for me is Smash Brothers. Like, I love playing Smash Brothers. I, I actually... Um, I had some friends and we used to play Smash Brothers as a drinking game. It was very dangerous. Uh, we so we'd start off with a stock of ten, uh, and then like every time someone got knocked out, you'd have to take a shot. And if you knocked someone out, uh, you'd have to take uh, a chug of beer. So like it went pretty, uh, pretty quick where you'd get pretty pretty wasted. So yeah, um, man, there's a lot of them. I mean, I feel like um, for me. Uh, what was, I'm trying to think of the game. They're, uh, Gang Beast. It's a relatively recent game. Uh, it came out like 2014, but it's just such an absurd game uh, that when I'm playing with friends, I just like I don't have to be good. You know, it's just like simple enough. Uh, but yeah, we play that every so often, and that game's just like ridiculous fun. Um, I guess Nidhogg 2. It's like definitely being in rotation. I kind of touched on that earlier. Um, also, like, uh, Mario Kart is also, like, oh, that's I guess good. it's, it's yeah. not really, like, a party game, but, like, it's also just kind of funny when you have people who are drunk and they're just, like, their cart's not moving at all. Yeah. And they're just driving right <laughs> by them. What are you doing? <laughs> you know that, that that trigger is to go, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. Um, stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I... I used to play funny enough when i was in like high school you know underage drinking and all that fun stuff we used to play the pokemon coliseum mini games because oh <laughs> those yeah because most people don't even realize this because you know obviously if you know pokemon coliseum like that game or that game was pretty much just you know it had that pokemon coliseum mode but they also had mini games that were just so ridiculous but like so much fun um which is also where I think the idea of Pokemon Snap came up. I think it probably was like a mini game in Coliseum that they were like, oh, let's just make this a full-blown game. But 
yeah, we were, we used to play that all the time, and a lot of those were just ridiculous. Um, what about you, Dennis? Any uh, drunken party games? I think I'm going to have to go with Smash as the main one as well. Um, you have your uh, Smash drinking game, I think. For uh, this one time, I remember it was we would drink a lot and then play Smash, but then I think it was Strip Smash or something. Yeah, nice college, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm not very good, so you can tell where that went. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. But earlier, I think when I was younger, we used to play uh, Nazi Zombies and like. Call of Duty World World at War, and that was really fun, with just like rotating, and then there would be four of us playing co-op split screen, and uh, you know every time we die we'd rotate through the people and we'll try to beat each other's you know highest levels and rounds that we would get to. But oh my god, I thought it. I think that's really where I really you know fell in love with gaming. It was that game, which is weird because. That was not that long ago. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. What's the last email here? Renee says, Nerds, after RE7, where do you see the franchise going? Um, I would like to see them make another first-person one. I thought it worked really well. Uh, I, I don't know if they have to do that. I just... I think that the the direction that they're in now is is sustainable for at least one more game, and then they can maybe switch it up again. But uh, I, I really enjoyed Resident Evil Seven for what it was, so I'd be happy if they made another like that. Yeah, um, I mean, I definitely know that we're getting an RE Eight because they've said that the DLC that's coming out, the Chris Redfield one, apparently sets that up. Oh, nice. Um, I don't know how, but, uh, apparently that's kind of what they've been mentioning. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see a character return, you know, like I would like to see Chris Redfield or Leon Kennedy come back. I know some people kind of don't want that, but I don't know, like be cool to see, you know, a lot of those characters that I recognize. Um, yeah, like maybe it's just that. You know, it's Chris going into, like, some haunted mansion or something like that. Like, call back to Resident Evil 1 or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I think it'd be cool to see more uh, first person. I could go either way. Like, I like the third person, but I also... I I see how a lot of people really like the first person and, like, the immersion that that kind of brought to yeah. it. So, it's hard because it's like... I'm so used to third person Resident Evil that like first person just seems so weird. Even after I played RE7 and I loved it, like I still am like, I would love to see a third person one, but either way, I guess that would be fine. Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's more so like, I would just like to see kind of like maybe a bigger environment because I think obviously what they did with um, the house was like, try to keep it relatively intimate, trying to keep things relatively self-contained. I think, it worked for the most part, but I would like to see kind of more kind of larger environments, bigger, better. I mean, I know that's kind of like that's most sequels nowadays. It's like, let's take what worked in the first one and just make it bigger and better. But I think in Resident Evil 8's case, that would definitely work in its favor. Um, yeah. Dennis, did you play uh, RE7 at all? 
Mm, nope. I think the only Resident Evil games I played were four and five. Okay. Yeah. Four is great. So. Five yep. is like yeah. four's drunken, drunken <laughs> version of four. Which is like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way not to put the it. Same, but uh, we'll have fun. Um. All right. With that, uh, that's it for Three Anchor Gamers this week and this year. We'll see you guys in 2018 when we're back from a bit of a longer break. So, all right. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. And we'll see you in the new year. Bye. Bye.